Welcome to Headroom, where we discuss all things essential to mental health and well-being. I'm your host, Jim Owens, a licensed professional counselor at Lansing Community College. Before we begin, I'd like to emphasize that this podcast does not constitute psychotherapy. It does, however, introduce you to some phenomenal people who have incredible ideas for you in your life. Having said that, let's get into the headroom and begin today's conversation with Stephen McCory, student at LCC. Let's get it. All right. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good this morning. Very good. So introduce the listeners to who you are. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, like, uh, I'm Steven. I'm a father of two sons, a 10 year old and and five year old. Um, I'm a MC, like a rapper. Uh, I took a break this year uh, to write a book and that's done. Um, so I just need to put like a couple finishing edits on that and then, uh, publish it. Okay. So that's, uh, who am I? That's a hard question. Like, (laughs) yeah, what, what, what what part of my, uh, identity do I, uh, I still like think of it this way. Like, how do you describe yourself to people? So poet, musician, author. Yeah. Recovery coach, I guess in this season, you know, that's, uh, it was funny because it was just a paper I was writing for one of our classes was asking about my identity Mm. and I was like, well, it's, it's my identity is more like, like the roles I play and more specifically the verbs attached to those roles. Okay. So like who I am is very like context dependent. Right. Like, and it's like what you're doing, not what you are so much. What I'm doing and not what I am yet. Like, uh, I, I feel like what I'm doing is a lot more like closely accurate of like who I am. Got it. You know, cause it's, that's, it's like stemming from that in some yeah. way or another. And I was like, it also like depends on like, you know, how deep the conversation gets, you know? True. Yeah. Cause like, who am I? I'm like, you know, at the source of it is like love, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Well, we don't have to perseverate on that. Yeah. <laughs> Stick on that for, forever. But I think it lets people know a little bit about who you are, where you're from. Like you said, you're a father. I think other students at the college can relate to being a parent. Mm. And um, where are you at in life right now? I mean, this so, is another big question. <laughs> so like, usually I'm, I'm pretty good. Right. I'm, I'm, well, it definitely fluctuates, but like right now I think I'm in chaos. I was Uh, just talking with my friend about it this morning and we were trying to, you know, find the root of that. Right. Yep. Cause I haven't done laundry in two and a half weeks. That's that's okay. Yeah. I follow you. Yeah. And, and that's just like one aspect, like the van, Mm -hmm. the inside of my van, that's also communicating like (laughs) something's going on. I'm just picturing with two kids. I'm picturing Cheerios and like, bags of what is it kind of mess in there or it's a little bit of a mess okay. right now and i don't mm-hmm. like it but yeah. like i was talking with my friend like trying to find like what is the root of yeah like, like this but um where i'm at in life right now is i put a little bit of extra weight on my shoulders mm. um you know i i just got promoted at work mm. and i also took on another job on the weekends okay and then i was like well i'm gonna try to take three classes this semester between that and the kids and like everything, yeah, it's it's a little bit extra weight, yeah, and I can feel it right now, yeah. So I need to like take a breath, really be a lot more intentional mm-hmm. with each one of my movements mm-hmm. right now to t- try to um, reverse mm-hmm. the atrophy that's mm. happening right now. Yeah, because it's not only the feeling of the extra weight on your shoulders; it's showing up in the way you're living your life right now. You, things yeah. are getting a little messy in your personal life, basically. Is what For you're sure, and, yeah. and and it's interesting too because I don't even know how to sometimes like what even to do. So like, there's a lot of things to do, and I'm not even doing one thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. 
Well, there is some research in this, like the more options in front of us that we have in terms of things we need to do, the more that paralysis sits in. Mm, analysis we, paralysis? It's an, well, a little bit of analysis paralysis, but it's also called the paradox of choice. And in fact, when you present people with a lot of options in front of them we and you're like, them. pick anything, if there's one option, it's easy to pick. If there's two options, eh, it's not so hard. One looks better than the other. You can kind of tell. But if you give like 15 things you need to do, I could clean my room. I could clean the van. I could do homework. I could prepare for this. Perfect. Yeah. It's harder to try to figure yeah. out like priority. What should I do right now? Yeah. And, and I feel like that's so interconnected with like mental health of like, what's the next thing I should do? And yeah. if I know what the next thing I should do, I feel way better. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and just kind of like working down the list yeah. of like, yep, I'm doing this, doing this or yeah. like, or, oh, so when I tell my kids like, Hey, get in the van, we're, we're going grocery shopping yeah. and they're in the middle of like a Fortnite match. Yep. They're, they're mad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, you're ruining our life. They're, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm trying to get stuff to feed you. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. You're ruining my life. That's exactly their sentiments. Uh, but if I was like, Hey, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Okay. We're going to be going to the grocery store. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They might be like, but let me get one more kill. Yeah. Yeah. But they're going to like, they'll be like, they're going to get in the van. Not so like begrudgedly. Yeah. 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 And I I feel like we're the same way. Like, Mm -hmm. like if we were like, Hey, Steven, tomorrow we're going to do this, Mm -hmm. do this and then do this. Mm -hmm. So when we get there, there's not like as much resistance to it. It's like, okay, I'm just going to, I deem this as valuable to do. So I'm going to. I'm going to do it. Is, or are you saying it's easier if you can sign, kind of see the path in front of you and each step you need to take? You you got the the muscle and the willpower to push through each of those steps as they come, but organizing the steps is a little more difficult. I don't I don't I don't know if organizing the steps okay. is difficult. I, I think that it's difficult to to do that consistently because mm. it almost seems like, oh, no, like I know what I'm doing. Right. I'll just do it. Right. Okay. But to actually sit down and like give yourself expectations of what yeah. to expect for the next like you know, hour, day, week, hopefully you can get up to like start planning months and years, you know, at least, um, some pieces of it. Yeah. It's another concept we have called the begin with the end in mind where you can kind of see the end. I know for myself, I'm, I'm back in school. I'm a student as well right now. And when I have a huge project in front of me to write, like I have a 10 page paper I'm working on right now, which isn't massive, but it's chapter reviews on a book. And I'm just like, I just got to do one chapter today that's it. And I'll do another one tomorrow and I'll do another one the day after. It's just like bit by bit. Yeah. And before you know it, I'll have written a precis, which is a summary of a textbook, a 10 or 12 page paper that'll be done event by the end of the week, but I'm only gonna do it bit by bit by bit. And I can see that it'll be done by Friday. Yeah. Right now it's Monday. Yeah. I can see it'll be done. And so you probably I don't feel good about like the, the yeah. momentum of it. Right. It, well, exactly. And I was, I was going to say, you know, just getting little pieces done at a time, you get that win, you get that little dopamine. And now you're like, all right, I got a little energy to hit the next project and get a little win there see and i think that's kind of like the point i was trying to get to is that like when when things are happening life seems easy right right? and i'm handling a lot yeah but then when i'm doing nothing and i don't know how to start life feels really difficult Mm. you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's almost like well when i was when when things were feeling good i was doing a lot of things wake up you know, do my habits, hit the gym, you know, get the kids to school. I feel like super dad. Right. And like, I'm crushing it life, but I'm handling a lot. But then when that momentum's not there and you're doing nothing and it's hard to even just like make that first step, that's when life is difficult. Yeah. And you don't really have the, 
you don't really have the the foreknowledge of like this is the next step I'm going to take. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost constant like, am I even on the right staircase right now? Ooh, you yeah. Know? That is difficult. Hey, I think you're talking about momentum. Once you get some momentum going in the kind of rhythm of life, yeah. a lot of people adapt to the rhythm of college life. Two jobs, full time schedule. It takes a minute to adapt to that. Uh-huh. And once you kind of get yourself going, I think it's a little bit easier. But getting that getting your momentum started. And when you don't have certainty that this is the direction I want to go, or even this is the best way to go about it, uh-huh. that's pretty paralyzing, right? Yeah. I almost feel like uh, my I have friends that are in like doctor programs or like dentist programs or nursing mm-hmm. programs. And like, they just know, like they're like, oh, oh yeah, for the next four years, this is what, this is what I'm doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a little stressful. Mm-hmm. But like even within that stress, there's like there's there's some peace, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they just they just know they know that what this is a staircase I'm on. These are the steps I'm taking. Yeah. And like I don't I feel like my my path is a little bit more subjective. Yeah. Than than concrete. Yeah. Which is like it's okay, but you can see how some certainty would make things a little bit easier. Certainty would make <laughs> things a lot better mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, you're in college. What are you in college for? What's the plan? How did you end up in college? Yeah, so that's a very interesting question. I was, uh, I left church mm-hmm. and uh, I met somebody who owned a barber. He, he came to our church and mm-hmm. he owned the barber sh- shop right next door. Got it. And so the next day I went and got my hair cut. And, you know, barber shop, they're, they're in there talking trash and just, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's, yeah. it's just, it's a fun time, but it, it's a mixture of like talking trash and then like philosophizing, Deep stuff. you know what yep. I mean? Like yep. it's, a, it's a mixture, right? And it does. Yep. It's so good. And so the owner of the barbershop said he was going to go back to college hmm. and get his like business degree. Cause he was like, I don't know how to run the, my own Got books it. here. And it's like not, I'm making money, but I don't know how to manage it. Yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, that's cool. He's like, oh, I'm doing this thing called reconnect program Mm, where, you know, pretty much I get to go to school for free. I was like school for free. Yeah. It's like a scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. And I have never thought about myself in college before that moment. Okay. But I was like free college. Like maybe I could, maybe I could do that. And I had just, this is like year into my sobriety. Right. And year into even me thinking I can handle life on Mm. life's term, as Mm -hmm. they say in like NA. Um, I went home that night. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. School for free. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to fill out those papers. Yeah. I've never been the one to like, <laughs> you know, here's this cool idea, but I never, I'm, I never like followed through on it. Hmm. So I was yeah. still identifying with this person who doesn't follow through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just sat down mm-hmm. for like three hours and I did all the paperwork. Wow. Just right there. Cause I was wow. like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be this person anymore who wow. doesn't seize opportunities. Yeah. So I just sat down and I did it. Two days later, this girl from LCC calls me and she was like, hey, you know, your, your all your stuff went through and like, like you're going to be starting in the summer, um, but you didn't pick a major. <laughs> this is this yeah. is how far removed from my mind being a student was yeah. the question. And I know you're going to laugh here. I was like, what's a major? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no like, idea, bro. <laughs> Isn't that a rank in the army? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And so uh, she, I was like, can you just list off a few? And she must have been in the C's. Okay. She was like, she said something, child development, communication, uh-huh. something else with the C. And then yeah. I was like, Go back, go back, go back, communication. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Let's try that. Yeah. And I just, 
you know, I just rolled with it and I really haven't gave it too much thought since yeah. I've been in it. I was just like, okay, I'm here, I'm doing this. But you know, it has been something I've, you, you mentioned begin with the end in mind. Yeah. That's one of the first books I read, mm. um, mm. was, well, think and grow rich and seven habits of highly affected people. Yeah. Seven highly of seven habits, of highly affected people was such a transformational book for me because it made me think about, you know, what my identity was, yeah. what are, what are the roles I play? What are the roles? What do I want those roles to become? Mm-hmm. And like, how can I not just work hard, but actually strategize mm-hmm. to become what I want to be? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean just like having money. The, one of the questions they ask you in the book is like, okay, imagine you're at your funeral and mm-hmm. your brother's coming up to speak t- about you. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want him to say? Nice. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. And, and so it has you break down your, your, your future into these different components. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what do you want to mean to your family? What do you want to mean to your, your, your professional life and to yeah. your community at large or whatever? Yeah. And so while I was starting school, I was still like reading books. I heard this quote. It said, don't let your school get in the way of your education. Ooh. And since I've been in school, that's so. T- say more about that. What, what does that mean? So I, I think I get it, but just for. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there is this this programming that takes place in yeah. college, right? Yep. And so, like, hey, you 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 have to follow this exact uh, routine of curriculum, and yep. to have like this, everybody that graduates is going to have these ideas in their heads, yep. or they're going to have followed this logic. Yeah. Right. But like education is more of like, that's knowledge, right? right. School is knowledge. Right. But education, I think w- what that quote means is like wisdom yeah. and understanding. You know, you have yeah. those things, then you really know how to operate in the malleable space of reality right. that is like, you know, h- how do I actually exist in this place and, mm-hmm. and, and become symbiotic with the people mm-hmm. around me, mm-hmm. right? So mm. uh, I've learned more from books, yeah. like just my own reading yeah. than I have in college, cool. yeah. you know, yeah. and that's just, yeah. I mean, it just is what it is, but, yeah. um, I think a lot of people get hung up on the, the frustration of the conformity of a curriculum. I have to go to this class and do this assignment and then and these aren't even in my major, but I have to get a humanities. I have to get a science. I have mm-hmm. to do math. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, don't let school be the enemy of an education. Yeah. Right. It is not, it is, it is a system within which you can become educated. Right. But it's a lot of a lot of that's on you and what you bring to it, as you say, and um, and kind of your attitude as you come to it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have some sort of resentment Mm -hmm. to learning Mm -hmm. after coming out of school. Mm. You know, like I have friends who have like master's degrees and I like talk to them about books and they'll be like, I hate reading. (laughs) I don't ever want to read again. Yeah. yeah, I'm like. (laughs) you have a master's degree. I figured you had like a library and like yeah. a smoke pipe. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. a robe, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> You're just sitting I around reading academic papers all the time. Yeah, I right? thought that's what, I thought as soon as you graduated, you got a smoke pipe and a robe yeah, and like nice. a bookshelf. Yeah, I thought that's, that's what it, that's comes it. with a master's degree. Right. But they just have like a, a resentment towards learning and like reading yeah. and like, I don't want that. Yeah. I never, I never want that. Like I want to yeah. learn forever. Yeah. I just want to learn forever. Yeah, yeah. 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 This brings me to another concept I was thinking about. When I think about school, I think it has two main functions. One is to is translation. The other is transformation. Translation and transformation, I think, is what I hope is happening in classrooms, which translation, I think of it this way, like the, the academic at the front of the room, the professor, 
is communicating information to you from a bunch of scholars. Things we've learned, they're translating all the science and the data and everything we've learned up to this point, whether it's a biology class or a communication class, we're saying, here's what we've learned about communication. Let me help you understand that. So they're translating all the science and the art of that. When you get that information, you need to load that into your head. But you, for me, you need to become a different person as a result of that. You need to transform. Mm. It's not, it's one thing to understand communication better. It's another thing to be able to be a better communicator. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's what you're after, right? You want your education to be transformative. And when you say, I want to be a lifelong learner, what I hear is like, I want to be a lifelong, I want to be lifelong transforming. Yeah. Yeah. Lifelong transforming. That's a really, that's or growing. Really, yeah. 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 Constantly transforming, yeah. Uh, renewing the mind. So like talk about communicate. So I've take three or four communication classes in a row. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've, en- I've enjoyed the experience, but I've also like, you can't, you can't look at these concepts of communication and just ponder them and mm. become a better communicator. Right. Right. I uh, emceed an event two weeks ago for my job. Okay. Right. Like we had this community event. Nice. They asked me to be the MC. I've never been an MC before. And You're like, I'll do that. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> just like that's me. Like I lean into yeah, the, yeah. the discomfort yeah. of things that I think will transform me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, that was such a transformational pro- mm. uh, uh, endeavor for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like, so I had all these notes yeah. written out and I was like going off these notes. And then all of a sudden I was like, I can't do these notes anymore. It's making me like stiff. It's mm. making me like rigid and I'm not mm-hmm. paying attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I like made the decision, break away from the notes, mm-hmm. I all of a sudden became more submerged into the experience mm-hmm and reflected that through my words and I was way more a part of it. I was way more relevant Yeah, and it was so, um, that was like the real education It's like yeah. I was learning in that moment. Yeah. Right. And that's like a, a, a part of me that'll never, and, and now I have the, the confidence that I have the competence to, you know, show up yes. without notes and just understand the event yes. and be able to adapt to it and, and provide what's needed, yeah. you know, verbally to the experience. Yeah. And like that was, real education for me. I wouldn't have been able to do that in like a classroom. Yeah. Or I mean, some, maybe some classes, like, I mean, you, you, you just spoke like, you know, hopefully, you know, some classes are, are transformational Mm -hmm. and not just translational. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we need to give students the opportunity to show that they've learned the material. I really do. I think we should give tests and quizzes and be like, show me that you've learned the data set that we're trying to hand on to you. Um, But I, I think hopefully classes give students opportunity to show their transformation, which for me, and I was terrified of doing this stuff in school. It was like, go up and give a speech in front of your class about, hey, I learned something about positive psychology. I'm going to tell you what that is for the next five or 10 minutes. Yeah. Or I'm going to work in a small group and we're going to have to come up with a project and give it to the professor. Or we're going to have to give it to, the, you know, show it to the class. That creative side, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you're describing as emceeing. You did all this preparation, I'm sure. Yeah. And all these notes. And then by the time you were done with all that, you were like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm ready. I've already changed as a result of having done that. Now I can show up and be creative mm-hmm. and in the moment. Yeah. And be Steven. Yeah. And not Steven's notes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And being creative from what I've learned already. Yeah. 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 Something about creation that like just like creating, first of all, like makes time disappear. Yeah. You know? And like second of all, it's so interesting because I deem myself as having a bad memory. Right. <laughs> okay. But I can remember over like 15, 16,000 words. 
of yeah. my poetry yeah in my songs wow right and it's like what is that you don't have a bad memory <laughs> no but i for most things yeah I hear but what, what is this what is this like okay i enter into this this is what i'm trying to say like i enter into this 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 um place that seems like outside of reality yeah outside of time yeah outside of time yeah. and this is the creative process yeah, right the like zone the zone the flow state the flow state yep. you know and then whatever my brain is producing yeah you know or pulling out yeah. from within i don't forget those things yeah you know and that's learned because mm-hmm. they it wasn't in my brain prior mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. here I, I like okay let's say i do a study session mm-hmm. same amount of time hour right yep I could do this study session and if I take a quiz right afterwards, I could probably like answer the quiz, yep. you know, which I try to do so that I don't like, I don't do it later. So <laughs> that's called cramming. It works um, a it little works. bit <laughs> yeah. for the short term. It does. Yeah. But you know, you ask me these things like a, a, a week later, it's like, mm. I'm not, yeah. you know, I yeah. didn't enter into it in this yeah. same way, but then I go into like, I play a beat and I write for, you know, 20, 25 minutes or yeah. uh, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. I will never forget those lyrics. Yeah. Ever. It's it's now like ingrained into my brain. Yeah. What is that? That is something to investigate. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm 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 think as you're saying that I'm thinking like you have this skill set in one area of your life, writing music and being able to recall that and perform that, which I think you've performed your your spoken word and your uh-huh. and your music before and you can do it. You can recall it and do it and so it, the other side of this is as a student, can you recall and perform when needed in yeah. that domain too. And like, how do we cross that bridge? You know, yeah. how do you get into a flow state as a student? Mm. And I think it gets easier the further we go in college, right? I, I went through a master's degree, obviously in counseling, loved it. The further I got into my program, the more I came, you know, in love with the material I was learning. Okay. So I learned it much easier Yeah, and I was excited about learning it and I would read stuff that wasn't required. Yeah. You know, I was at that stage. I want to um, be there. You, you're going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Be but there. like in the beginning, I'm like, man, I just don't care about this subject very much. It's hard for me to care enough to learn it. Yeah. So, but at the end, what I convinced myself was I care enough because I got to get that degree. Yeah. I got to graduate so I can get to the next thing and get to the next thing. So sometimes school is a little bit of a means to an end and you apply all your skills so you can make it there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like right now. So what? Well, we got a few minutes left. Few what are minutes. your tips for mental health? Like maintaining balance. You've already yeah. come on and very vulnerably shared like, dude, I'm a recovery coach. I help people kind of get their lives afloat. Yeah. And I'm not really, I'm like bailing water out of my own ship right Doesn't now. Doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> As a counselor, trust me, we don't have our stuff squared away, yeah. even though we got books on how to square everything away. Yeah. And we got a head full of it. But what are some things like tips you could recommend to students even or just anybody listening? Like, yeah, um, this is how you start. Such a good question. And, and that's been a con- that's like my education, right? Yeah. Like that's the real education. Like yeah. how can I be OK in my head? Yeah. Right. Like no education matters yeah. as much as that. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you can figure out how to be OK in your head, you won already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't need much, you know. Yep. So one thing is focus. I feel like like focus. And what I mean by that is we're constantly being pulled back and forth. Yeah. Right. Between our phones, yep. between there's just so much, right? The TVs, the the radio, everything is pulling our attention, yep. and so I don't really know exactly what that's doing, mm-hmm. but it's not making us okay mm-hmm. in our head. Got it. And so, and it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like what's the next step I take, right? Yep. Or like, oh, I know the next step I'm taking. It's this, and like, yeah. you're not able to have the awareness in your head. Mm-hmm. 
if you can't focus, mm, right? right? So for me, journaling is huge, yeah. huge. And not just journaling like, this is what I did today, yeah. right? It's intentional creation of a certain type of mindset. Yeah. Gratitude usually, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I start off my journals, I'd be like, hi, friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me, you know? And I've created a friendship with myself, a yeah, relationship right, with myself. Right. And doing that consistently five minutes, five to seven minutes, you know, just, just write about like what you like about life. Yeah. Write about a problem and how you are Mm -hmm. confident that you're going to solve it. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have the information Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. you will find it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that creates like faith, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. which is another like huge pillar is like being able to not just think that we're on a floating rock of meaninglessness, yeah, yeah. you know, cause that's not going to end yeah, yeah. into a good place mentally. Yeah, yeah. So being able to establish some faith, mm-hmm. um, about reality, just being good, yeah. you know, which it can't, it, and life can be good. Yeah. Life can be good. Cause you can't, I don't think that you can have meaninglessness and deem reality as good. Yeah. I don't think that you can have those two mindsets. So trying to steer away from meaninglessness, yeah. find some, some concrete meaning. Yeah. Um, so I, I think another bedrock for me is exercise. Yeah. Like get in the heart pumping, yep. you know, um, and trying to do that early in the morning, yeah. getting that out the way so that you can experience, I call it the other side of the veil. Mm. So like, I'd be like, man, why do I feel like, you know, just crap right now? Yeah. And then I exercise and it's like the veil's lifted and all of a sudden everything's bright. And I'm like, well, what? It didn't feel like yeah. this a minute ago. So I really think, um, being able to be aware of your thoughts and having, cause then you can have a relationship with yourself and you can be conscious of the things that are being said in your head. Cause I still yeah. say like, even though I have like, I'm a friend of mine, yep. like I'm my friend, you're a friend of yourself. Yeah. I still say things to myself that are like, I wish I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. But because I'm aware, yeah. I can be you like, Hey it. man, like, mm-hmm. Don't talk to me like that. Yeah. We have this. Well, so you're, it's cool. You're recommending two things and we'll wrap the show up here, which yeah. is, get into your head a little bit further intentionally with gratitude, right? Spend some time thinking through your thoughts, get some objectivity around your thoughts, see what you're thinking, write it out on paper, Mm -hmm. get some space and some distance so you can look at it. And then the other thing is get out of your head, get into your body. Yeah. Start moving your body around and your emotional state and your cognitive state will change if you change your physical state because you're a mind body. Yeah. You're not one or the other. You're not switching back and forth. You're both Mm -hmm. as best as we understand it. You're a mind body. So, I love this, uh, you know, advice around what we call kind of existential ideas. Like, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? How do I see myself? Mm -hmm. What's meaningful to me? And I would just encourage people who are listening. Hey, if you're a currently enrolled student at LCC and you want to learn more about this identity and purpose or how to manage your emotions and feelings and stuff like that, you can come to the LCC Counseling Center. We have free licensed professional counselors there. You can learn more at lcc.edu slash counseling. And I invite you to look into that and to pursue your own mental health as well as you can. I'd like to thank you, Stephen, for coming on the show today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day, man. You too, brother.